Today, we're going to talk about the king of the archetypes, the four masculine archetypes. We've been doing a series on these four things, the warrior, the lover, the magician. And today we're going to talk about the king. All hail King Chuck. All right. Want to do a quick review again on the archetypes and what they are. Archetypes are something that was developed by Carl Jung, who was a contemporary of Freud. They actually did a lot of work together at the beginning, and then they had a falling out and went on their separate ways. But the king, or, or excuse me, the archetypes are essentially iconic types of figures. Okay. There's, if you know, the, if you think of a king, you have an idea of what a king is supposed to be. If you have it, if you think of a warrior, you have an idea of what a warrior is. So these are archetypes. And we've been talking about these four different archetypes, the warrior, the lover, the magician, and today we're going to talk about the king. The king is probably the most important of all four archetypes because he's the one that oversees the other three. He's the one that invokes the other three when it comes to our own energies and positive masculinity. The king is the epitome of a healthy leader. Leadership in terms of masculinity, the masculine leads. We're both, we have feminine and masculine energy inside of us, all of us human beings. <laughs> and so the thing is that the leadership quality that I bring comes from my king. And oftentimes the leadership is powerful. It's a powerful position. And sometimes, especially as nice guys, we don't like the position of power because then everybody's looking at us for leadership and we want everyone to like and love us. We have a difficult time making decisions and, and leading people because we're afraid we're going to uh, make somebody angry and upset about us, uh, upset about what we've done. So the king archetype is the epitome of the leader. When properly integrated, the king represents the ability to provide order, blessings, fertility to his kingdom, and ensures the well-being of all of his and all of the kingdom's inhabitants. So as king, you are responsible for your kingdom. And one of the things that the king does is he builds his kingdom as a king. Your responsibility in life is to build your kingdom, whatever that looks like, whether that's a, a family, it's a career, it's a job, it's a business, all of the aspects in your life that you're creating this great cake of a life that you're building all these different ingredients, that is your kingdom. And your job is to oversee the kingdom with a few different qualities. And so I want to talk about these different qualities of the king. There are six of them. So the first one is ben benevolence. I always have a hard time pronouncing that word benevolence. Benevolence is, is a maturity. It's the wisdom. It's the ability to look after your subjects, the people who are around you. It's caring, not caretaking, but caring about the people around you. It's about making sure Others have the things that they need in order to help you build the kingdom. Benevolence is your ability to empower others. As a leader, one of the things that we need to be able to do is inspire others to follow us. 
And the way we inspire others to follow us is we first have to have a vision. The king has to have a vision of where the kingdom is going, building on this kingdom. If you don't have a vision for your kingdom, you're going to feel bored. You're going to feel unexcited. You're going to feel like every day is Groundhog's Day. You have to have a vision and that vision is set by the king. And then the king leads his subjects to follow him in implementing that vision, which is the kingdom. The second piece is order. The king always brings order to everything. The masculine in and of itself is about order. It's about everything going in certain places. The masculine king brings order to the kingdom, ensuring that there will be justice, ensuring that there will be enough for everybody, ensuring that things work. And by bringing order, then the king is able to lead and build. You can't build without order. <laughs> if you don't have a plan and you say, I'm going to build a house and you just go buy a bunch of wood and you have zero plan, you might have a vision, but you have no plan. You have no order. A lot of good that's going to do you You're probably going to build like a crappy hut. But if you have order and you live by order, then you're going to be able to lead your kingdom into being built to a place of, that establishes you as the leader of your kingdom. And I think that is truly one of the points of life in living a good life is building your kingdom, building yourself, yourself being your first kingdom, and then outside of yourself, the second kingdom. So build yourself first and then build outside of you. The next thing is generativity. Generativity is a word that means the king encourages creativity, encourages growth, encourages the generational growth. The king is all about inspiring the feminine to create because the feminine energy, ultimately the feminine energy creates the king loves to the feminine, which gives the feminine the safety and the ability to create. Generativity is building the kingdom. It is in, first inspiring with order so that things can grow. If you're not focused on growth, you're going to be atrophying. You're going to be dying a slow death. So many of us, we don't have a vision and so we don't grow and we don't grow. Then we just, we become shells of men. I found in my own life that I really need to have a plan. I really need to have a vision. I need to have something that I'm working on continuously. Over the last couple of years, I've been working on a couple of different projects and I have this vision of where I want my life to go. I have this vision of inspiring other men into the battle you know, with the warrior poet. I have a vision of creating community creating a place, a safe place for men to come and gather and talk and a circle of, of men. I have a vision of helping people who are stuck, especially with addictions to alcohol or to sex or to just their own self-loathing to help those people get unstuck. My vision, my kingdom 
and this YouTube channel is part of my kingdom. It's part of what I'm building my great cake of a life. I want to inspire you guys to go do the same thing, to go build your kingdom. So generativity is a huge part of being a king. So go out there and build. The next one is centeredness. The king is solid. The king is centered. Okay. The king is unwavering. I've used this metaphor before, but I love it because a, it's a very phallic masculine symbol, but the symbol of the lighthouse is just solid. The storm is crashing all around it, but the lighthouse stands still and it does its job guiding the ships away from the rocks. But the lighthouse can't do it unless it is firmly grounded deep into the earth. The same thing with centeredness. We have to become firmly grounded in our own self. The confidence that we have in ourselves to be unwavering. And the only way to build self-confidence is through competence. I become competent. If you want to be a king, you want to be a leader. One of the best things you can do is learn to be competent in your leadership. There are tons and tons of resources out there for that. There's hundreds of thousands of books written on the topic of leadership. There's thousands and thousands of YouTube videos on leadership. If you want to know how to be a leader and you want to learn how to be a leader, the stuff is out there. You have to go deep though. And I think some of the best ways you can do that are by being with other men, feeling the groundedness and the centeredness of other men. Meditation, again, I think it's such an important thing to do just to be able to meditate on your own groundedness, to meditate on gratitude, to meditate on what does it mean to build a kingdom? What does it mean to lead? What does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a king, a warrior, a lover, a magician, but just meditating on those things, sitting with that, dwelling on it and being centered and being calm in the storm. Like that is centeredness. Decisiveness. The king has to decide. That's what leaders do is they make decisions. And most of the time leaders are not equipped with all of the information. Decisiveness. They're doing the best they can in the moment. When you make a decision, you have to stand with it, but you also have to have the willingness to pivot to make a different decision decisiveness. You have to make a decision. We get stuck, especially nice guys as not wanting to make the wrong decision. And when we don't make a decision, we still decide if you are stuck, right? So the decision is like, I need, I have these two choices, but I'm not going to decide. And as a result of that, I stay stuck years and years ago. One of my coworkers, actually, he was one of my supervisors, was talking to him about decision-making. And he said, a monkey swinging through the forest has to let go of the thing behind him, the vine behind him, in order to swing forward on the vine in front of him. And if the monkey doesn't make a decision, he stays stuck. So I always thought of that, of you have to make a decision in order to move forward. So the king is decisive. Finally, number six, the king 
is all about justice. And justice isn't just about making sure that there's punishment, but justice is about justice in all things, fairness, and the way that you operate in everything in your life, that you're operating with fairness. You're operating with the integrity inside of yourself to be fair and just, to not be dominant, right? But to deal with situations with impartiality. I said in the, the, the magician video yesterday about neutrality, everything is neutral. And that part of impartiality is not being swayed by one or the other, but by you being centered in yourself to be able to listen to your gut, to be able to make a decision that is impartial, that it, if there's any partial impartiality to it, it's that I'm going to do the thing that serves the other. I'm going to do the thing that builds the kingdom. I'm going to do the thing that is the most beneficial. And that's what the king does is he serves in impartiality. Now, of course, the king also has a shadow side and there are two shadow sides to the king. First one is the tyrant. The tyrant is the, the king that you see like a game of thrones, uh, type of thing where the, the king is like my way or the highway, this will be it. And the king is just completely, um, following his ego. And, and that's what the shadow side often is following our ego. The tyrant is that egotistical, my way or the highway, I'm always right. Do as I say, not as I do kind of leadership that leads through fear rather than through compassion, through earning the respect of the people that he serves. The flip side of the tyrant is the weakling. It's the king that is impotent, right? He's a head figure. He just, he's just, he doesn't really do anything. He's just there and his people can be starving. His people can be in pain and his people can be like wandering the streets and he just, he's weak. He doesn't do a thing. He has no backbone. He has no ability to make a decision. And I know that both of these types of Kings are things that, that my ego is drawn to when I get really upset and pissed off and something seems unjust to me, I want to make it right. And I want revenge. I want people to pay if I'm hurting, I want people to like, I want you to hurt so much that you won't do this again to me. And that is the tyrant. And the opposite side of that is the coward the weakling, the part of you that doesn't make a decision, the part of you that just sits and waits and hopes that things are going to get better. Just be aware of your ego's shadow of wanting to either be a tyrant or wanting to be a weakling. And instead you want to live in that higher place of the kingdom, which is again, benevolence, order, generativity, centeredness, decisiveness and justice. Be a king. Go out there.
Build it your kingdom, man. I want to know what you're doing. What are you doing to build your kingdom? Write a comment below. What are you doing to build your kingdom? What is your vision, man? What is the thing that inspires you, that wakes you up every day where you're like, I want to go create my kingdom. What is that thing? Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's a career. Maybe it's, I don't know, uh, actually building a real kingdom. You know, out of Legos, but what is your thing? I want to know, make a comment below. I hope you've enjoyed the series on the four archetypes of the masculine, the warrior, the lover, the magician, and the king. And I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. I'll talk about something, but, uh, tune in to find out again. Love you all. Thank you so much for watching. Please share this video if you think it would be helpful to somebody else. Subscribe to this channel if this is your first time watching one of my videos and engage with me in the comments. I want to build a community here of guys who are just helping other guys be better guys. Thanks. Bye.